Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the Lamb whose throne is in the New Jerusalem. And so we are in Revelation chapter 22, verse 3, which reads, And there will be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, which is the city of Jerusalem, and his servants shall serve him. And so, Brother Daniel, again, we are in the final chapter of the entire book of the Bible. And we see so many reflections back to the very first chapters of the Bible, when God dwelt upon the earth with man again, or originally. And now we're seeing it being a full restoration. And so we've talked about many aspects of Jesus being the temple inside Jerusalem. We've talked about him dwelling with his people. But now this one is very specific about his throne being established in the new Jerusalem for all time. So, Brother Daniel, share with us some of your thoughts about this. Well, uh, this new Jerusalem in Revelation 21, um, verse 1 to 3, clearly comes out from heaven. And so uh, the city itself um, is part of the heavenly realm. And so we can only speculate whether the throne was originally in this city or the city eventually was built around the throne of God. Because in John chapter 14, verse 1 to 6, when Jesus said, Now I'm leaving, I'm going back to the Father. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. I go there and prepare the room for you. He's speaking as the bridegroom who has been betrothed to the bride, and the bridegroom leaves to go back to the father's house to build a new house or new room as their wedding chamber. And when he's ready, he will come back and receive his bride to himself. And so that is a normal, customary wedding practice for a Hebrew couple in the time of Jesus. So with, with that analogy, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life in John 14, 6. We can uh, imagine from this uh, conversation that the Father's house is the New Jerusalem. So to me, uh, the New Jerusalem is actually an imagery of the New Testament church. And the New Testament church is called the Father's house, the house of prayer for all nations. But the house of prayer for all nations, before it was the New Testament church, the body of Christ, was the name for Isaiah 56 verse 7, the house of prayer for all nations in Jerusalem, the temple. And before it was a temple, it was the tabernacle of Moses. Before it was a tabernacle of Moses, Abraham didn't know what to do. He just put a few rocks that's unhewn together to build an altar. And eventually in Genesis 22, he offered Isaac to the father in heaven and the Lord provided a lamb. Uh, a ram that's caught in the ticket. So I think there is a progression of revelation of what the house of the Father is, mm. beginning from the place of encounter, like an altar, and then to the tabernacle, then to the temple, then to the New Testament church, mm. and finally to the New Jerusalem. Mm. I think the New Jerusalem has always been uh, the tabernacle of God with man. The New Jerusalem has always been the house of the Father, and the New Jerusalem has always been the house of prayer for all nations, which means the New Jerusalem is always the place where the throne of God was meant to be. 
and the throne of the Lamb. So this is not new reality, except now it's manifesting in its fullness. And it will never be reversed. It will never be reversed. Because there will never, never be sin. I mean, the Lord was on the earth, we believe, with Adam and, and Eve. Uh, but the sin of man caused the Lord to leave. And now we've been through the redemption story of, of coming to a place where there's men and women with a free will choice fully given to the Lord. Yes. So based on that, um, my current understanding, which of course uh, can change and grow and evolve, is that uh, the throne of God, uh, is, uh, is who is in heaven, uh, is, is part of God's house and that manifests in a city. It's like, for example, you know, this is not a perfect analogy, but like a village. Uh, several hundred years ago, if something happened, the village become a town because of a lot of people moving in and then the town become a city mm-hmm. and a city become a mega city as more and more people move in. So we have the redeemed from every tongue, tribe and nation, Jews and Gentiles in Christ, all move in mm-hmm. to that father's house, the, uh, the house that the bridegroom built. And uh, the Lamb is in the midst of it. So it became a city with 12 gates and foundation stone with the name of 12 apostles. But it's centered around the Father's house, centered around the throne of God. And so, I mean, we believe that Jesus uh, has a passion and a zeal and a purpose for places all across the earth, for cities all across the earth. But the scripture is abundantly clear that this city, Jerusalem, that location, you know, we believe that this new Jerusalem is going to be at the exact same location that the current Jerusalem is. Well, it, it descends from yeah. heaven ab- and hovering above, but according it, to Isaiah, hovering yes. above uh, the earthly Jerusalem. Yes. But whether it will stay there forever or not, that will be a question that we have to dig deeper. Yes. But the, the, we're clear that this city is where his throne is. This is where yes. he wants to have the place of his authority. And again, as a king, he can travel around, he can do what he pleases, but for eternity, this will be the resting place of his governmental center forever. Yes, and Psalms 132 and uh, and several other Psalms that emphasize the fact that Zion is his eternal dwelling place do suggest that the mountain of the Lord's house the mountain of the Lord's house is in Zion, and therefore we have reason to believe that as the new Jerusalem is descended to the earth, uh, Jer- earthly Jerusalem location or the vicinity of that mountain of the Lord will be the main place or the place where it's going to stay. Uh, so you you are true in that, except uh, uh, that the scripture used superlative like forever and ever and ever, and that demands the earth uh, to to be in an eternal state of existence. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know in the material universe, it's hard to imagine anything that uh, it, it has eternal state of existence unless the Lord renew, just like our mortal body mm-hmm. into the resurrected body. Mm-hmm. And the resurrected possible. body is a, a new form of the body and the renewed earth may have the new property that will last forever and ever, just like the quality of the new Jerusalem. Revelation 21, verse 1, John saying, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. And so it's very possible that that might be the situation. Yeah, it's a very interesting that the new earth has no sea. Do you think this relates, we're getting on a little bunny trail here, but do you think that specifically relates to 
the Mediterranean, or you think that's a global aspect? Well, you say the Earth has no sea. It's true. And how important water is to human being. Without water, even our single cell organisms believe to arise out of the, the primordial um, uh, aquatic environment. And so without water, it means that our entire existence is very different from the current organic form. And I mean, I can only speculate because our current form of the physical body demands a high utilization of water. There's no sea, and uh, but we, but, but we have a river of living source. water flowing out from the throne, but yes. there's no sea. That's very interesting to uh, begin to meditate on some of this beautiful detail. Mm. Well, how can we pray and look at the beauty of Jesus as the Lamb whose throne is in the New Jerusalem? Well, the, the Lamb of God's throne has always been the center of every reality. But uh, right now at Re in Revelation 22, the emphasis is such that uh, the Lamb's throne or the center of His dwelling and His presence is not going to leave the eternal city of New Jerusalem. That makes that city so special and the place to be. And in fact, if we are to follow the Lamb wherever He goes, then we live in that city because His throne is there. Our calling is not just be in heaven. Right now, this new city has come down out of heaven from God. So in other words, uh, this city is not in heaven anymore. And so we are not in heaven because we want to follow the Lamb. You know, and some some of us might think that our eternal place is the heaven. But in this particular case, our eternal place place is in the new Jerusalem and with the Lamb. Actually, the biblical truth is our eternal dwelling place is not heaven or earth, but with the Lamb. The main point is not location. The main point is the person. So if the throne of God, the Lamb is in the new Jerusalem, we dwell with Him in the new Jerusalem. And so because His throne is in the new Jerusalem, we make new Jerusalem our eternal dwelling place. And because of that, we know that the New Testament community or church that is a shadow of that beautiful city of New Jerusalem, that house of God, as First Peter 2 says, built by living stones that one day will shine like jasper glory. And that is what we need to love, what we need to treasure. So just as uh, building the house of God based on the foundation of Zechariah chapter 4, not by might, not by power, but by spirit, is so important. The beauty and the diversity of the house of God based on uh, the Ephesians chapter 4, unity and diversity is also equally important. My prayer is such that our prayer for the body of Christ will be something that is deep and uh, authentic on our daily basis, that we, would, we will not simply just be critics uh, of the church, but we will be lovers of those who are in the church and lovers of those who are lost, that they can be saved through the church. And so uh, this is beautiful that uh, the Lord is reminding us that uh, there is not going to be just individual dwelling around His throne, but community of people from every tongue, every tribe, dwelling in a gigantic city, uh, a multi-tier, 1,400 miles high city, together with Christ forever and ever. So Jesus, we say thank you that you are the one, the Lamb, whose throne with your Father will be in the New Jerusalem. 
we say thank you that you will again dwell on earth in that city with men. And because you are the Lamb who will have his throne in that city, that is the place of our allegiance, our allegiance to you, the one that we love and the one that we adore. And so, Lord, we ask that today we would live in this reality, that we have our eternal allegiance to the Lamb who will rule from the new Jerusalem. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to thank you for joining us for this Jesus 360 podcast, and we invite you to join us again as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy